Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC hosts, count things down from 3 to number 1. Thank you for joining us this week. Thank you to the live chat for joining us in Twitch, on Twitch, in Twitch. I don't know anymore. If you have a suggestion for a Top 3, be sure to drop us a note on Twitter at FocusFireChat and our Discord, or even email us at FocusFireChat at gmail.com. This week, I thought about discussing the fact that Green cannot read her own script half the time, but instead... Am I twitching? Am I twitching? Am I twitching? I don't know. It's not actually in the script. I was ad-libbing that. Did you see his video today? I did. I did. Chat's full of rats. I did. For those in the future, Mylan Games has been posting these marvelous absolutely brilliant going live tweets where it's a video clip of him doing these little skits and they the, it's, it's it's like watching a descent into madness and it's absolutely glorious because it's an australian descending into madness which which is kind of a beyond what's normal yeah like i think they're already kind of crazy anyways logs logs also got a couple good ones recently his uh did you see mm-hmm. the uh his sorrowful announcement about being a professional oh. Twitch streamer. Oh my god. His troll. He's such a he's such a troll. I love him. I love him, I love him, to, him death. to death. Uh-huh. It's so good. No, um Mylan's has been fun. My favorite so far. We could do top three Mylan oh games god. introductions. Yeah. Um there's enough out there where we could theoretically we could do, that, do that. But yeah. um my favorite, just for spoilers for our future top three that is now ruined, is uh, Mylan's lawnmower <laughs> bit. What to do with with the ones who aren't ready? You yep. can so also you know do. How you, you know how you're in the tower, and there's that one guy who takes forever to get ready to go do whatever raid, whatever crucible. They just take forever. There are a few other things you could do. And he just goes on and on. And then randomly at the Ow. end, you can also. <laughs> and he has a lawnmower running. Oh, he's screaming hello. his headset. <laughs> oh, hello. That's a kangaroo. Yeah, no. Uh, you can't see him. He's off screen right now. Uh, yeah, Mylan's, Mylan's a hoot. But <laughs> getting back to top three, this week, Blue and I decided to do top three game lore that is not destiny, destiny. so so any other With game lore other than destiny that i was not allowed to do other Lucan. scrolls for all three of them correct i basically said <laughs> that was the nice version of the message that i got yours cannot all be bleeping elder scrolls which is fine i also to note he never responded to that so i wasn't sure if he actually saw it and followed through on that until i just was now. tempted so to be like you. i'm just gonna show up and... but then i might die uh-huh. so yep but yes yeah, so we're gonna do top three game lore that is not destiny blue's going first i'll finish it out since there's only two of us tonight so go for uh, blue. number three my number three is actually halo uh simply because it's not because so most of these first off uh let me backtrack a little bit this one was actually really difficult uh because there are tons i i didn't restrict mine to video games uh because video Mm -hmm. games actually 
there there's really only a few video games that I find the lore like super involved with. Um, and I'm sure like sure there's three video games, but I felt like this would be more interesting if I did outside of video games as well. Um, so this will also include just regular tabletop games. But um, okay. my my uh, my listing actually doesn't have anything to do with the quality. It's actually my familiarity with it, um, because all of the ones that I have, I've been blown away with as far as like the quality of it. So that being said, with that caveat, I'm going to say number three for me is Halo, just simply because again, I I the what I do know about the Halo lore is it's fascinating. Um, and I know, I know a fair amount, but I don't know nearly as much as some of the other people that are in our chat, like pins. And then there's like the, the podtacular team that does their stuff. I mean, there are people out there who are masters at the information. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my, my caveat there is just the, the amount of information that's available is just staggering. Oh yeah, Absolutely. That's that's one of the things that I was trying to decide when I was picking out my list of how much of my list is dependent mm-hmm. on how much lore is out there. Because there's a difference in story quality that is concise versus the huge amount of lore, right? Right. Like, we've talked about that a little bit. You can have a really hugely fleshed out world, but... If the main story gets lost or whatnot, which is the reason that a certain series that's going to be on your list is not going to make mm-hmm. my list. Oh, yeah. No, you know, even it's, though I it's do love it. completely reasonable. If you, if you right. water it down with too many side stories, I totally get that. Yeah, absolutely. So my number three is actually going to be um, the Overwatch series. Mm-hmm. Yep. Their lore is not really in game it's only in cuts and shorts and there's some flavor text stuff you can say because of the titles of different types of skins but the overwatch lore has enough for a fan fiction bonanza if you ever decide to go down that dark dark path there are (laughs) tons of people who write not only like lore oriented ones but there's also some fun ones out there fun air quotes fun (laughs) Hey, hey, I love, there's some really great writers out there. There's a particular rule about the internet that applies to some of that fan fiction. There's a rule for the internet that applies to everything (laughs) because thanks to Avenue Q, the internet is for everything. (laughs) Everything. No, there's a whole song and dance number about what the internet is about. And I can't say it for the kids. (sighs) I'm going to type it in chat. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, what's fun is that chat will show up before the sound gets there. <laughs> the number twos. <laughs> number two. Chat's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, number two for me is Elder Scrolls, actually. Um Oh really? Yeah, number two, and it, it's mostly Elder Scrolls is one of those video games that does a fascinating job for me of like scratching the fantasy role playing game itch. Like they mm-hmm. they just and and you know mechanics aside, because I I fully acknowledge that there are some shenanigans that go on with with Bethesda games. Just go look at any of the mm-hmm. Fallout series to see what I mean. 
Um, the storyline is actually really fun. Like it just really is. And I really like the way that Bethesda has done the, where the story, you, your choices actually have weight in them. Um, I'm not going to lie. I judge a lot of games that have morality stuff based uh, decisions off of Fallout 3 because I, I am so in love with the effect that your choices had within that storyline. It, it would actually alter the entire game depending on if you chose A or B. Um, I think that's it's, it's just really... It, it, it's like the it's like the best parts of a tabletop role-playing game, but it's a first-person shooter-esque game, which makes it even more okay. fun. Um, and that's the same way that I felt. That's actually the way I felt about Oblivion, to be fair. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed Oblivion. I mm-hmm. totally cheated my way through oh, that yeah. game. But... Well, I mean, I think most... Once once people figured out that you could do certain things, yeah, it's... Five invisibility <laughs> rings of 20% Listen, invisibility. you have ten fingers. It's totally reasonable that you could... Uh-huh. It was great. I had never finished a, a AAA title like that until that game. Oh, really? But, mm-hmm. I really was like, there's not a ton of games that I've put a ton of time into. I've played a lot of games, mm-hmm. but just not very much of each. So my number two is going to be Borderlands series. So the Borderlands series with Handsome Jack and, mm-hmm. uh, oh gosh, Claptrap <laughs> and all of them. It's mainly because it's just... Uh, that's the, I, that's can the I just say, quote I'm, oh my that God. I can put on right? <laughs> There's a certain stallion that shows up in Borderlands 2. Yeah, it's for- <laughs> Very early on. Oh my God, I love He's it. He's a running gag through it. the entire series. Oh. Oh, and it's so but great because the entire reason he stallion. exists is as an insult to the player. <laughs> uh huh. He is. It's amazing. Now, um, I actually really like the comedy writing in in Borderlands. It doesn't take itself seriously. Not even when it has serious moments, it doesn't really take itself seriously, which is fun and refreshing. Mm-hmm. Not everything is gloom and doom. That being said, we're going to get to number ones, which. You're going to change things up a little bit. Uh, mine is Forgotten Realms, tabletop, uh, without okay. without hesitation. Like, as soon as we started, like, as soon as you were like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, let's do game lore. And I was like, I knew that D&D was going to be there. And I, I wanted to narrow it down to Forgotten Realms just simply because Forgotten Realms has probably one of the most well thought out, like, extensive lore that is in books that's not just like it's mm-hmm. not just games it's actually books as well and that's where that's well, actually there's like isn't it like 50 different books mm, like short titles yeah yeah well because like greenwood greenwood was the creator of it and it is it's based off D, but it's a specific realm within D. um and so mm-hmm. like his one of his main characters was elminster and elminster's like story arc is just this really really traditional fantasy so it's it's you know not nothing like super groundbreaking or super new but it's just it's fun to read and like mm-hmm. it's just it was one of those things that growing up you know i had uh dragonlance and forgotten realms were just like two of the fantasy staples that i read um and so <clears throat> when we got and you have like uh re salvatore wrote some 
of uh, Forgotten Realms with his Dritz Stewarden series, which was, again, very ster- very stereotypical fantasy. But for like a kid getting used to that stuff, um, it was just very easy to get into. It was very like the characters were easy to connect to and all that. And it really, really did a good job of like showing, oh, hey, stories can transcend, you know, quite a bit. And they're really, you know, there's like a lot of things that can go. And then they, then they came out and they're like, oh yeah, that's also a game for D and D. And I was like, what? Like, it was just one of those mm-hmm. first moments where you were like, I realized the, the trans, like what, what has now been referred to as transmedia, but like that entire concept was really not a super familiar one back then. Um, mostly because we didn't really, you know, at that time there weren't really video games like destiny and all that <laughs> sure and so like that was just growing up forgotten realms has been such an active part of of my own rpg history so i really wish i had more of a background in the actual lore for D, mm. but yeah ironically i have a really decent background in a particular game that was ongoing for about six years. Which, to be fair, on they... base D&D is kind of... That's that's the sad thing about base D&D is that there's really... Like, they're, they've gotten better about it. But, like, AD&D and uh, D&D 3.5, it was... They were all homebrews. Like, it was designed for homebrews. It wasn't yeah. designed... So, for, like, when you had Forgotten Realms and all these other things, they they were kind of... Soul, like there was a Dragonlance and Greyhawk and all that, but they weren't like that wasn't their main focus up until like 3.5 was when they kind of focused in on Forgotten Realms particularly. But AD&D, it was, it was all just what you're just saying. Like everyone had their own campaign and that was, that was canonically what was going on with that thing. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah. D&D. Was, it's a good one. What's a your good number choice. one? What was that? My number one actually is one that we did on the show, and it's still one that I've actually not completed the gameplay of, but I've been able to talk about it with a few other people, which doesn't necessarily give you any clues. Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah. You see the, the sequels coming out? I saw it. I did, and I'm, I'm excited to see the story on it. I think the story is brilliant. Like, I don't even... I. I would love to play the game, but it's not necessarily on my to-do list mm-hmm. because of how much time I'm putting into Destiny. But the story that is written up for that game is enough where, A, I remember it past the when we were doing the extra lures, and I really enjoyed it. And there was a gentleman I used to work with when I worked at the shoe store Oh yeah, who yeah. was in his 70s who bought a PlayStation for the first time in his 70s, he never played any sort of video game whatsoever. And the very first game he decided he was going to play was Horizon Zero Dawn because he was working on dexterity. Mm-hmm. And he and I had a lot of fun chatting about the different story elements and the gameplay elements and how things work and why. And it was it was really, really nice to be able to kind of use that information that I had learned during Extra Lore to kind of push that push his knowledge a little further but yeah so did did you have any yes uh, also rams this week <laughs> yeah yes 
Um, so like one of the first ones that I, I wanted to include, but I was like, ultimately it, it sadly didn't make it because the game, there was legal issues and they never completed it was too human. Um, if you have not played that game, I feel like I've said this before multiple times, but if you have not played too human, I really strongly suggest going and getting a copy. Like if you can find one, Mm -hmm. it's very difficult to find a copy these days because of the legal issues. They basically, basically came out that they had stolen the hardware um it was a big no-no <laughs> yeah it, it was it was like once once all the stuff came out it was like oh yeah that makes sense um still an awesome game from a storytelling perspective uh the mechanics were actually not horrible uh but the storytelling was just mm, it was it was a top-notch story it was very um Mm -hmm. the best i can explain it is very similar to the uh norse mythology a la marvel universe so like kind of like that advanced civilization more than supernatural thing uh which was really Mm -hmm. really interesting in the way that they did it in the game um other than that, gosh, I had Overwatch, uh, Star Wars, No Man's Sky, actually, for the same reason as with your Horizon Zero Dawn. The actual story in No Man's Sky is really thought-provoking um, when you start finding out what exactly is going on with that universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overwatch was, I think I said that, uh, Doom and Diablo mm-hmm. are two really good ones. Uh, I know Bife is doing Doom. No, Bife's not doing Diablo. So, Beard Beard was doing Doom. So as was he? Well. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Doom Doom has a very not only is it historically a very colorful history, um, the actual story is really interesting too. Like it's it's actually mm-hmm. really kind of intriguing seeing all the connections that it has with that studio's own titles themselves. Um, Wheel of Time nice. is another one. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Wait, Wheel of Tabletop. Wheel of Time has its own tabletop RPG. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. it's, gotcha. It's one that of, makes more sense. Uh, the tabletop RPG is one of the best magic systems that I've played uh, still. It's an old D20 mm-hmm. system. And then uh, Witcher. Witcher was the other one for me. Witcher is really good. Witcher's on my list. Um, Fabled, like the Fabled mm-hmm. trilogy. I see, the never, old, like, I, can't, I couldn't get past I, the, art, the art style is my, my problem with Fable. Right. Yeah, and uh, that's fair. It's totally fair. It was very, um, it was harsh, but not at the same time. Kind of, it was a little cartoony, a little youthful, but it was a ton of fun to play. And it gave you that ability to make your decisions and have those decisions make a huge impact on the world. If you ate a baby chicken, you were a monster. Chickens, not even eating the baby chicken. If you kicked the ding chickens, <laughs> then you were a dead. Monster. They would all attack you. You were a, you dead were a very dead person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Um, Beyond Two Souls made my list. That was actually my introduction to PlayStation games. That the beauty of that, not only the story. But also just the art, because it was pretty cutting edge at the time, if I remember correctly, as far as the ability ability to get to that realism line and just barely just brush up against it. And then the one that you semi sort of, you didn't say it, but you jogged my memory, Sanua's Sacrifice. Yeah. Great. That is great. True. That story. is That is actually one of the very few games that I have actually sat down. I haven't played it. But I sat down and watched a uh, uh, watch the movie, the, the 
game video that someone made. I watched mm-hmm. that whole thing back to back twice. I did too. Uh, I did too. That ninja ninja I think it was Ninja Theory did that one. Simply amazing work on so many different levels. Yeah. That one was that one was good. That one like there's some of the extra lore type things when I was doing research I would fall asleep to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Legend of Zelda, Final <laughs> Fantasy. Those must have been interesting um, dreams. <laughs> yeah. Which no. one of the parallel universes <laughs> did you wake up in? Oh, God! I mean, it's it's just, there's a point where it becomes too much for oh, yeah. a hour-long video even to really explain, even if it's supposed to be a short version. I had dreams of Tifa. No, I wish. That would have made them much better. <laughs> um... <laughs> And yes, I know who Tifa is. She's all over cosplay websites. Anyway, we should wrap up this top cosplay three. Websites. So, <laughs> yes, we'll go with uh, that. Yep. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to top three. Thank you guys for hopping into the live chat for us. Be sure if you are in live chat to stick around for the next recording because we're going to be doing focus fire chat proper after that and yeah remember everybody everybody loves a list